0: The first quarter of the season's come and gone. Our team's identities are starting to form. The landscapes of the leagues are taking shape. Michigan won. Notre Dame won. The Packers won. We all got a victory Monday this week. Let's get it going. Let's go. Five,
1: four,
0: three, two, one, zero. Ignition. off. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between the Hashes. This is episode six. I'm your host, John. Uh, As always, with James, with CJ, coming to you live from CJ's basement here in rainy, drizzly, sad, Lynn, Massachusetts. Guys, how are you doing today? Guys, how are you doing today? It's sad. All of our teams won. Let's go! Notre Dame, baby. Because we're turning the Boom. page. We had our victory Monday. Boom. It's Tuesday. We're on to next week. Oh yeah, come man. on, let
1: me rejoice. We just started talking about it. I act like you've been
0: here it. before. I hey, <laughs> act like you've been here before.
1: Uh so before Saturday's game, Brian Kelly was two and seven against Stanford. Two and seven. That's not a good winning percentage. Make no. it three. Three and Wait. seven. Destroy them. Yeah.
2: When Jim Hobart was there, how many times did he beat him? Every time.
1: Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Every time Brian Kelly versus Baba, they won. Pre-this game. Okay. Travis Shaw becomes head coach. They haven't been able to win. They lost the uh,
2: Hold rate. on. Colin, the bullshit meter on you It's not Travis Shaw. It's David Shaw. Travis Shaw plays for the Milwaukee Bucks.
0: Um, bra- uh, Bruce. Colin, bullshit on you. Oh. <laughs> Third baseman for the NL Central Division champion, Milwaukee Brewers, awesome, as then. all my friends
1: on Twitter who are Packers fans will let mayor. you know. The mayor mayor of of Ding Dong City. Uh, That was a very, very, like I was nervous all day long because I knew what usually happens is Notre Dame has a great team and they face Stanford. The wheels fall off the tracks. We just end up losing our entire season because we usually lose that game when it's a game we should win. We got Dexter Williams back. He gets 161 yards, blows the doors right through Stanford's defense, which opens up the pass game. Notre Dame had more pass yards than Stanford had total yards. Ian Book? Ian Book, man. He's solid. He's ready. Take us to the championship. We won Alabama. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Lying
0: high.
1: Yeah, apparently. Oh, wow. The game
0: actually turned out. You know, when you set your bias aside to be a bit of a dud, considering it was uh, number it was seven, number eight going seven in. seven-point
1: game going into the fourth quarter. You know that yeah.
2: no, I, I still focus quarter. more on Ohio State-Penn State. Well, now. that was
1: massive. That was massive. That's two huge schools. That's can, two huge schools. Big time bias, too. I do, I do say Ohio State-Penn State was a lot bigger and a lot better of a game than Notre Dame-Stanford. And not a lot more game, for a game. It had a higher implications. As well, we'll yeah. forward. That was all playoffs that game. Oh yeah. So James is feeling good. CJ, how are you feeling today?
2: Uh feeling good, man. Um, not not. I mean, I'm not coming off a high of uh, Stanford <laughs> win, but yeah, you know, Michigan gritty, really, man. They're just a gritty team. They down seventeen, nothing. Came back and won. Played solid.
0: Riding high, man. Riding high. Love it. Love it. There's something to be said about coming back. You know, two or three scores to win a game too. Seventeen points is—I I don't care
1: if you're it's paying the scrubs. Round, yeah, you know, that's that's a big time comeback. I mean, my biggest concern with that is it's when you actually go to play Ohio State later on in the year. If Shea plays like that against Ohio State, it's you're not going to be able to come back to seventeen points against Ohio State.
0: Football's such a week to week league, though, man. College, maybe not as much so as the NFL is. Um, but I mean, look at Notre Dame letting Wake Forest hang around all game, True. and then yeah. they
1: come and blow Stanford's doors off True. on the end of the game. So hey, that's but you got a solid team. Other than if Shea can just get those butterflies out in the first, like get them out in the pregame. Angry. He's an angry little guy. <laughs> yeah, you just got to have one Winovich just hit him out of noise and locker room, and then he'll be angry, and then come out there. No, and- no, 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 no. <laughs> I want Shea healthy. Do not say that, but. Yeah, you know what? He's the, he's the only thing I would worry about going in week to week. It's like if he's going to be there for sixty minutes, or just you're going to have to wait till halftime for him to show up. I mean, they're they're a solid team, man. This team is they are to a fight. wicked
2: good team. Um, you know I've they, seen a ton of difference between them from the Notre Dame game all the way through. You know that that was a gut check moment, and they they came to play. They didn't back down. Teams teams past would have done under the pressure and
0: not this team they pulled it around big time win for sure um another couple good games uh you have you've had your eye on kentucky for the last couple weeks yes uh kentucky up to uh ranked number 17 going against south carolina they win again uh 24 to 10 so they continue to win another double digit win for kentucky um and our guys texas we joked about texas not being back after week one they pull it out again uh another win over kansas state kansas state maybe not you know the highest level of competition out there but it was texas's first road game they come in and get that win on the road uh everything's rolling for them as we look into next week where the real big one comes yes um yeah i'm very surprised tom herman is doing doing a great job
2: um Going into Manhattan, you know, the little apple. It's a tough place to play, man. Bill Snyder has been the head coach at Kansas State for like thirty years now. This man is he's a he's a good coach. He runs a tough program. So that was very solid to see Texas come in there. And especially that that first game they lost against Maryland, it didn't look that good. No, I You were joking about, about it. Him. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it I thought awful man. I thought yeah. here's Texas again coming, yep. you know, they're gonna crumble.
1: But like Kansas so, State isn't that program where you just look off—they've had a lot of uh, a lot of pros going to the league out of Kansas State.
0: <laughs> Jordy Nelson, <laughs> best receiver of all time. There, there yeah, Jordy Nelson, uh, former walk-on defensive player with Kansas State, turned wide receiver, turned best receiver of all time. No bias.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> no
2: bias. <laughs>
0: but now we really get into the good games, uh, the great games that took place on on college football Saturday. I want to start with Syracuse and Clemson. We thought Clemson was going down for the vast majority of that game right until the very end. Cuse came to play. Yes,
2: yes. Um, Dungey, man, wow. He balled out. He balled out. He did not back down one big – I mean, Clemson has a top three defense. So to see this come in just in deck valley is a Mm tough place to play. So to see him come in and just not back down once – I mean, Syracuse was 4-0 going into the game, so – It wasn't really too surprising to see them ready, but they beat them the year before, too. Yep. At the carry, though. And I think Clemson was top three in the country
0: at that point, too. So Syracuse knew what to do, but I was impressed, really impressed. I thought uh, Clemson really ratcheted up the pressure towards the end of the game, and they started getting home. Yes. uh, And I think that made all the difference in the world. Yeah, Syracuse's defense
1: just looked exhausted on their final two drives, man, they could be able to stand up at the end of it.
0: They were on the field for a long time at yeah. the end of the game. I'm sure it was a warm day down there. Um, it was ETN, man. 27 carries, 203 yards, three touchdowns. He just, plowed. He just went straight forward and nobody mm-hmm. would bring him down. And when you just keep moving the chains and moving the chains and moving the chains and the defense can't get off and can't get a break, especially down there in South Carolina where it's going to be real hot uh, early yeah. in the year. Um, you run out of energy quick and Texas is a dome. They
2: yeah. play, they're playing a dome. Yeah,
1: and at the end of the game, their offense couldn't get drives going. They couldn't keep no, they couldn't give their defense rest. No, and I think
0: that's where the Clemson uh, the defensive scheme for Clemson came into play. They just they started sending the house at at Dungey and, and they couldn't sustain any drives. Like you said, they they couldn't keep that defense off the field and get them a rest. Um, West Virginia, Texas Tech, another good game in the Big Twelve. Uh, West Virginia looks good, man. They they're slowly creeping up those rankings every week. Mm-hmm. They were your pick, uh, sneaky to, pick, man. They were your pick to sneak up in there, um, and, and they look they look every bit the part. Yeah. Leading early, uh, big lead on Texas Tech early. Texas mm-hmm. Tech came back, came just short of completing the comeback in the fourth quarter. Um, but West Virginia, man, they just continue to pile on the points. They could tell the continue to pile up wins. Yes, Will uh, Grier. Continuing on, I think he's going to win the
2: Heisman. He's not projected as a favorite at this point, but he is my Heisman pick. Just it out, man! Seventeen. Uh, I'm sorry, twenty-seven, forty-one for three hundred seventy yards, three TDs. I mean, they put up what thirty-five points at the at the half. I think so. So, yeah, it's just they they didn't stay on the pedal. They let Texas Tech kind of get back into this game, especially when their quarterback got hurt. Um, Kid Duffy came in. I mean, he looked pretty good, but if West Virginia just doesn't let off the pedal, this team's going to go fine.
0: I like it. I like it, and that's that's the thing with um, with the Big Ten too. It, the games are such high scoring; 12, you, you can't yeah. Big Twelve. I'm sorry, yeah. you, you you can't take your foot off the pedal no. because everybody's got the ability to come back, especially with West Virginia being on the road at Texas Tech. Um, so I guess that that brings us right to the game of the week. Everybody knew it was coming. All eyes were watching in Happy Valley. Um, Texas, uh, I'm sorry, Ohio State, Penn State lived up to the hype. The game was wild. Um, Penn State had it in their grasp for the most of the game. That crowd was rocking, everybody wearing all white. Crazy atmosphere. Uh, but Ohio State, man, just, Ohio State always comes through right at the end. I hate it. I hate it. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Henry Winkler moment. Um, <laughs> Dwayne Haskins, man, wow, that kid! I, I knew he was going to be a star the second he beat us when he beat us at the Big House last year. I, I don't even, I don't even know where to, where to begin.
0: Although Nick Saban had a hell of a game. He Nick was Sovy, awesome. He, wow, the kid is. He was awesome, man. Two hundred eighty-six passing yards, two touchdowns, one hundred and seventy-five yards rushing. He lit him up. He lit.
1: <laughs> I'm, yeah. yeah. Since what is a quarterback ran for 175 yards and thrown for almost 300? Uh,
2: I am not sure. I, well, I
1: mean, I wasn't really, like, hoping somebody had the stat right in front of him. Let me just, suppose, like, one of the Oregon was more of of a rhetorical question.
0: Yeah. Mariota or something. Oh, yeah. The Chip Kelly offense? Oh, yeah.
1: I, I mean, it made me think of
0: 2012 when the Packers had to play in San Francisco in the playoffs and Kaepernick ran for 181. And I think he threw for over 300 yards. It was just the most dominant performance (laughs) I've ever seen. And McSorley was right up there with him. Um, Penn State led for the majority of the game. Ohio State had that great comeback drive. Penn State punted and downed Ohio State at their own four-yard line with four and a half minutes to go. It it was a great kick. And um, Haskins leads an eight-play drive for 96 yards and a touchdown uh penn state gets the ball back uh down by one point it's 27 26 they've got two minutes to go in the game they move the ball down into ohio state territory fourth and five in ohio state's territory and we get to maybe one of the worst play calls that we've seen in college football so far this year awful coach franklin my god the guy can coach the guy's got a great team how you take the ball out of your stud quarterback's hand with the game on the line? I will never understand. Uh, nope, me neither. If McSorley didn't lead them that to that point, like what are you doing? I don't, I don't get it.
2: I think he was trying to outthink his himself. Like thinking, oh, the ball has to go to McSorley. Let me
0: hand it off. Like. Yep. And that's, I mean, that's all well and good. If it if it worked, we'd be hailing the great play call that he made all week. Everybody's mm-hmm. expecting McSorley to take the ball and make a play, and instead they hand it off and pick up the first down and keep going. Yeah. But it doesn't work, so we get into second guessing. We get into Monday, Monday morning quarterback.
1: Yes.
0: Man, I don't understand how you don't get McSorley out on the edge and give him that kind of run-pass option. Oh, and I'm not talking RPO play call. I'm yeah. talking give him the ability to find somebody open, and if he's not there, tuck it and pick up the first down with his legs, which he had literally done all night. I don't get it. Um, me either. You, you don't take the ball out of the playmaker's hands. You don't. It, it's just so counterintuitive. Especially with the game on the line. Just ride what got you there. Um, I It's baffling. Baffling. I, I don't know. Uh, so looking ahead to next week, a lot of shakeups in the AP Top 25 this week. Uh, we were talking about it before coming on here. There were only three teams that actually didn't move up or down. That would be Alabama at one, Georgia at two, and LSU at five. So three out of the top five teams stayed put. All SEC, all top five. All SEC, all top five who, wasn't, who uh, weren't moving. We had five teams jumping up from unranked into that Top 25. We got Colorado. Florida, NC State, Virginia Tech coming back into the top twenty-five uh, after that loss a few weeks ago, uh, and Oklahoma State to round out the top twenty-five. Uh, Michigan's creeping up, Notre Dame's creeping up. You guys are starting to make a make a move here once as we get to the middle of the uh, of the season. Well, Michigan, uh, we, we dropped a spot. We're at fourteen, so down to fifteen. Oh, I'm looking at Michigan State. Never mind. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> little brother hopping up. <laughs> yeah,
2: little brother. Um. But no, I'm not really too surprised. You know, Notre Dame played the premier game of the week, so see them move up. Doesn't really bother me too much. Oh, I'm surprised Kentucky.
1: Kentucky at 13. I know they're hot. I know they're good. Are they that good? Are they better than Stanford? Good to be proven. I thought they were a fool's goal two weeks ago, and they've won twice against good opponents. And I, I, I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. giving up Let doubting them. I want to check their remaining schedule. I want to see. They must have some uh, some big games coming up. Well, sure, in the West, they probably got
0: LSU. Speaking of LSU, they've got Florida coming up this week. Road game for LSU going down to the swamp. Um, Notre Dame at Virginia Tech. Big game there. Not Notre Dame. Uh, Blacksburg's tough, man. I'm, conf- I'm very confident. Not worried about it. I'm what very he
2: confident.
0: Says. Bold, man. A little uh, chance for a come down game after a big win at home over
1: Stanford going on the road. Our front seven, man, they they look scary. Scary. Like Tillery got four sacks. Like, insane. He was in the backfield the entire game. It, it, and then Co- uh, Cooney and Tranquil were everywhere. Just absolutely everywhere. Tranquil barely, like... Almost put a guy into the earth floor. <laughs> the guy went off for a pass, and the guy just grabbed him around the waist and then just slammed him down into the ground. I thought he was going to go through the ground. Personal foul. Not rough the pass. Landing on the defenseless receiver. Nope.
2: And just to it's confirm,
1: college. Kentucky actually doesn't have too bad of
2: a schedule. They got Texas A&M coming up next week at Texas at Kyle Field, and then they're at home versus Georgia in November. So other than that,
0: they could go deep. That would be interesting. That would be, that was, that would be a surprise that team sneaking sneaking up towards the top there. Um, the game we're all looking forward to has to be uh, Texas-Oklahoma. River up Yep. up Yep. Always, always a fun game. Oklahoma's won the last two. Oklahoma, probably one of the best teams in the country, going to be contending for a playoff spot when it's all said and done. Uh, and those guys from Texas, man, they, they've won a couple in a row. Do you give Texas a shot here at Oklahoma? Um, yeah, I, I do. Um,
2: I still, I just, I, I give him a shot, but I think overall. But not much of a shot. No, I think <laughs> Kyler Murray, man, he, He might actually rethink whether or not he's going to take that MLB MLB deal.
1: No, nah, I think he's going to take the guaranteed money. Deal it up. I don't
2: know, man. This kid is, he's, he's turning heads. He's got, he's got a ton of talent. I mean, he got suspended, what? For the first series last week? Is that what it was? That's I
0: thought was. he wasn't yeah. going to start. That's it. The first series. That's all joke. he was. So, I mean, this kid is that good. All right. Turning over to uh, the NFL. We had another great slate of games in the NFL. You know, there were a lot of complaints last year about quality of play, a lot of blowouts. Um, really not... Much in terms of entertaining football until we got to Thanksgiving and the playoffs when things kind of picked it up. This has been an entertaining first quarter of football in the NFL. From surprise teams playing really well, new stars developing all across the league, upsets happening seemingly every week, overtime games every single week. things are really coming down to the wire, and I feel like the quality of play is is a lot higher uh, at the quarter pole so far in the NFL season. So I wanted to start off with Thursday night football, right where the week began. Um, Vikings at Rams. Rams win a close one. They win a shootout, 38-31. to I don't think the game really felt as close as the score actually was. I think the Rams really had control of that game pretty much from soup to nuts. Uh, And the thing that I took from that is, holy crap, is the Rams' offense impressive. They took the Minnesota Vikings' defense to the woodshed. In LA on Thursday
1: night, and that's not a defense that you see get pushed around very often. Yeah, but who would have thought that the Rams defense would get pushed around? They gave up 31 points to the Vikings, so they didn't have to lead, so that didn't help. Uh, the Vikings,
0: I feel like the Vikings could score with anybody. Uh, Cousins, Cousins is good. He's not as, or he's much better than I was hoping he would be as a Packer fan. They've got Stephon Diggs, they've got Adam Thielen, they've got Rudolph, Dalvin Cook's legit. Laquan Treadwell made some catches yeah, on they Thursday night. He
1: barely even played because he was hurt to keep pry, and they kept the snaps uh, to a minimal. Yeah, but Minnesota can score. I wasn't surprised to see them put
0: points up. I was surprised to see how easy it was for the Rams to move the ball, even with that offense, even with Sean McVay calling the shots.
2: Really? See that? I, I'm that, that the Rams offense. I, I know golf was the biggest question mark, but he's he's a, he's a future star man. Really is as long as he stays with
0: McVeigh. Wow, I agree. I just as a Packer fan, I've watched more than my share of Vikings games, and I've seen them physically impose their will on people, and and they just couldn't touch L.A. They looked out schemed, they looked out physical, they looked slower. I mean, it was just utter domination by L.A., and I wasn't expecting that. Jerry Goff with a perfect passer rating against that defense, 158.3. Oh. That defense is struggling, man. It, it's a couple tough weeks. And I know the Bills' defense put Minnesota in some tough spots last week. They forced a lot of turnovers early. They had short fields that they cashed in on. But, what oh, is it, 27 points to the Bills, 38 points to, to the Rams, 29 points to the Packers a couple of weeks ago. It's a tough start for that defense that was top one, top two in the league last year. I didn't see that coming. No, no, that was – I mean, but, see, that's what makes the NFL the NFL. It's a week-to-week league, and Minnesota is a perfect example of that. Can't get out of their own way against the Buffalo Bills uh, and then come and put a ton of points on the board against the Rams, and then we've got those same Bills beating the crap out of the Vikings on the road, coming to Lambeau and laying an absolute goose egg against the Packers. It's a week-to-week league. It's all about how you're playing that week. It's all about matchups. Um, would like to say real quick, I think that is a true indication of Josh Allen. That's his future. I think that's yeah. what we were all expecting. The pumpkin, yeah. Uh, two picks, seven sacks, a fumble. I, I, I think Mike Pettin got in his head, which is crazy to me to insinuate that Green Bay called a better defensive game plan against a quarterback than the Minnesota Vikings did because they <laughs> <laughs> haven't been able to say that in a decade almost. but. The, the blitzes Pettin was dialing up the the coverage on the outside by the cornerbacks and the safeties. I think Josh Allen was unsure of what he was looking at all week, and I think it was making him second guess his reads and second guess what he was seeing. And it resulted in him holding onto the ball a little bit longer than he should have, which resulted in a couple picks, a couple sacks,
2: seven sacks,
0: seven sacks. Wow. Yeah, yep they uh, they brought the pressure. That's for sure. So the Eagles Titans played a good one. Uh, Mike Vrabel. Big win for Tennessee. Stones, big juicy Stones. plums. For
1: Who juicy the hell plums?
0: saw this one? The Eagles are struggling so far. Two and two for the defending Super Bowl champs. Uh, off to a little bit of a rough start. Three and one start for Tennessee. Dealing with some quarterback problems as well. Um, I feel like Tennessee the past couple of years has kind of had quiet good starts to seasons. You know, two and one, three and one, four yeah. and two type starts that they haven't been able to sustain, but. Dave, they've been playing some pretty good football early in the year, uh, and they've won some games. And kudos to Mike Vrabel for getting his team ready uh, to going into a, a tough place to play in Philadelphia and pulling that win out on the road. Um, almost had another tie. Game went right to the end of overtime. Uh, Vrabel made some some ballsy calls down at the end to go for the win instead of going for the tie. They came through. They converted a number of third and fourth downs on that last overtime drive. Uh, and they, they they took it to Philly, man. They earned that win over him.
2: Yeah, I think it's funny, and uh, we'll probably get into this later on, but I think it's funny that we're applauding and praising Grable for the
0: same thing we're about to crucify Frank for. It's because it worked. I know. It, I know. I said it's a week-to-week league, the NFL. It's a results-driven league. It is. NFL.
2: No, it, it definitely is. But, see, that's just the adverse effect. That's how it goes.
0: I do think um, – yeah, yeah. Situations were different. We'll get into it a little later, um, but but for sure, he he gets props because it worked. If it yeah. didn't work, uh, we'd be singing a different song right about now. But as I mentioned, Super Bowl champs fall to two and two. Um, do you think we're
1: looking at a Super Bowl hangover for the Eagles? Um, easily, yeah, easily. They even loaded up their defensive line, and they just don't. They, I think they just are not meshing well. I think that entire team is not meshing well, and it's slammed with injuries. Well, when's just when, – was this his second – Second start, yeah. Second, 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 yeah, star, second yep. start. So
2: let him get up to speed a little bit. I, I, they're still going to make the playoffs. I still think they're going to run away with the ease. But, I mean, it's, he had no preseason. He had no training camp. You know, he's he – it's going to take him a little bit
0: of time. Alshon Jeffries' first game back Sunday, too. So once he gets back in the mix exactly. uh, from – surgery in the offseason he's coming back so they've got some time four games in and jordan matthews jordan matthews jordan getting matthews back on board back in that offense so and they got a there. couple things to figure out um and dealing with some injuries as well coming back um not the only close game Bengals falcons down in atlanta played a shootout uh 37 36 was the final Bengals win a close one i think we all knew there was going to be some points scored in this game uh, the Falcons can't stop anybody. No,
1: they,
0: I thought I mean, they lost their two best. They lost two. Act. They lost two top defenders. They lost. Um, uh, what? Who's the guy? America? No, signed with the Pats. What is his name? Guy with the dreads, pass rusher uh, Claiborne. Claiborne. They lost Adrian Claiborne in uh, in free agency. I I thought Atlanta was going to take a step up going into this year. I thought last year was the Super Bowl hangover for them, and Ooh. I thought they would be right back up there. One and three start in that division does not bode well uh, for those dirty birds. Is that coach again? Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Yeah, not former Seattle Seahawk defensive coordinator with the Legion of Boom.
2: Uh, yeah, but no, he just he, he doesn't do it for me. Just like Mike Smith, you know, they'd be they'd be right where they need to be, but they just couldn't get through the hump. You know, he I'm I'm not a huge Matt Ryan fan. I feel like he just puts up numbers, but he's doesn't just he's not. Sustainable. I don't. It's it's just all gimmicky. I mean, Ridley Ridley's good,
0: but there's too many. No, I'm gonna defend Maddie Ice here real quick because they drove down and took the lead late in the game, handed the ball over to the defense, and the defense couldn't get a stop to win the game. I've seen that happen to Rogers time and time and time again. Um,
1: with losses, QB uh, start right. Like that. Exactly it on the board, exactly. Yeah, we're all on board for that. <laughs> and shocking thing about Atlanta, Julio
0: Jones still does not have a touchdown catch. I was just about year. to ask that. I didn't know if he got one. Zero. Thirty-six points for Atlanta against that Bengals defense, and not, not one did Julio.
1: Julio any touches. Quick
0: like, oh, side note: I took
2: Michael Thomas over Julio Jones my fantasy draft in a keeper league, and I am so
0: thankful for that. I, yeah. It's not. How do you not? I, this is one of the anomalies in football: how he doesn't score more touchdowns. He's an absolute beast from the Ooh. one yard line to the twenty yard line. The
1: rookie they got opposite him is lighting really? it up, though. Calvin Ridley, he, yeah. he's
0: been he's, he's been awesome. torching defenses. He's been good. Sanu's a great third option. I've always thought I've, always I love Sanu. About him. Yep. I love Sanu. Austin Hooper's a decent option at uh, at tight end. They've got Freeman. They've got Coleman coming back. He's been hurt a little bit, Ooh. or I'm sorry, Freeman's been hurt. So he'll be coming back pretty soon. They've got the weapons on offense. They just can't get those stops on defense. Um, and they got they get a road game at Pittsburgh, so it's not like they have a, uh, a, an easy road ahead of them. Um, moving on, Seahawks Cardinals. Josh Rosen's got his first start under his belt. 88.5 quarterback rating. Not terrible, not great. Uh, home game against C- against Seattle, a game they probably should have won. They led most of the way. Um, Arizona is the only winless team at this point in the NFL, 0-4. A lot of things to kind of pick through in this game. There was Earl Thomas coming in and playing in those games despite holding out, despite skipping practice. He wants a new contract, and the guy breaks his leg. Carded off, placed on IR today, season over. Uh, Giving the old New York salute to the Seattle sideline (laughs) as he's getting carded off. Deserved it. Um, I, I feel bad for him, man. And he was playing the role of the bad guy and holding out and asking for a new contract. And that's exactly why, because now this was the final year of his contract. He's going into his free agency year off injured reserve, probably cost himself a couple of million bucks easily by, by getting hurt on Sunday.
1: Yeah. I think this is where like fans like, Oh, are upset that these players keep pulling out wanting a contract because they think they're just want more money and all this, but it's, really they don't have a retirement this is all they got and if they ever go if they ever break a leg and then they can't play and they have to go try to find find a new job they're on the unemployment line now i will never fault an nfl player for wanting to squeeze every penny out of his career that he can no but even like now i think fans might and should turn around and be like I hope so. actually you know what the player we got to be on the player side
2: well like what a lot of people
1: probably don't realize
2: is like it's not it's not all guaranteed money so like he might be getting 150 million but he really can only get like 60. yeah and you know this is a billion dollar industry these players deserve their share of the pie they're the ones making all the money it's right.
0: it's gonna be a problem when we get to the cba negotiations in a couple of years expect a lock up from it, what that's, I, heard. I mean but that's the thing is The players aren't going to aren't going to lock out and take a year off pay because they can't. They they have, you know, the average NFL average NFL career is what, three years, two years? Yeah. You know, we're we're not talking about, you know, the um, the Khalil Max and all these guys who are worried about holding out. We're talking about the third down running back and the guys on special teams who, who, you know, they've got these three years to make pretty much seven hundred thousand dollars as many times as they can. And then it's over. They can't afford to lock out. The owners have all the hand in this league. Um, And it's probably, if we're being honest, it's the league where the players deserve fully guaranteed contracts, maybe more so than anyone else. Definitely more so than baseball. They put more on the line. They're in worse shape leaving their playing careers than any other sport. Uh, Hockey can probably rival that, but even so, uh, it's just too bad. And then you see guys crucify Le'Veon Bell for not showing up. He wants his new deal. He's got a couple more years to get paid. It's hard to fault him when you see
1: something like this happen, Earl Thomas. Yeah, but no. you can say hockey players could rival that. That's probably the closest. But hockey players, the average life of a hockey player is significantly longer than an average life. Oh, for sure. Life. For sure.
0: And I would argue that they're not quite as beat up in their 60s as football players are. No. No, plus you see the, the hockey players, they they play to like their
1: mid, 40, mid to high 40s. Sure, over, yeah. So. Yeah. Sure.
0: And that's not to say that their sport isn't isn't tough, because those no, guys are badasses. Yes. It's, yeah.
1: The, I mean, they're psychos for wanting to put on blades on their feet and skate around or yeah. pros on throw Yep. Going 100 plus miles per hour. Yeah, <laughs> after that. And trying <laughs> to fight some guy who's already missing teeth. It, it's just too bad. And fights man. are encouraged.
0: You know, you're you're, you're, a, tough, you're yeah. a tough sport. It's just too bad. I I... I've been on record saying, I can't stand Seattle. I want them to lose every single game they play. Um, But it's it's, siding with the players. It it sucks to see Earl Thomas end such a great career with a great team on a cart getting carted to the locker room, flipping his, his, his sideline off. Uh, He's really the last piece of the Legion of Boom other than um, Bobby Wagner, I think is the last one left from that dominant team just a couple of years ago. And and it's gonna it's gonna end with bad taste in Earl Thomas's mouth. Probably with Seahawks fans. Uh you don't wanna see your star
1: athlete that pissed off at the team leaving. No. It's it's just too bad all around. So if Seattle goes the rest of the year sub five hundred, Carol done? Is he on the hot seat? That's a good question. I I don't think
2: well Paul Allen just he just revealed he just um he went promo, right? Back uh, he just um oh, i didn't hear that yeah i think he, he was in remission and he just it, it's back again so i don't think carol gets fired i think if pat if carol leaves he steps down. i think i mean carol's how old like
0: 70 yeah. he's up there yeah yeah so he's he might be the oldest head coach in the league i think it's him and belichick maybe uh, probably yeah. um
2: no, so he's getting up there in age. If, if it's a rebuild,
0: he's not gonna want to do it. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. Why yeah. would you want to? No. He, he had the dominant defense, he had the dynamic offense, they got none
2: of it now. Get it now, it's uh, They yeah. won a Super Bowl, they exactly. they had their run.
0: It's uh yeah, I think right it, it's, it's it's pretty close to curtains for Seattle, I think. Um so Josh Rosen played decent, didn't get the win. Um hashtag QB wins. Baker Mayfield also making his first career start. He uh, led the the crazy comeback the week before, actually starting his first game in Oakland in the black hole. Uh, Love the emphasis on the start, by the way. Bingo. bingo. Uh, bingo. I thought Baker Mayfield played well. I thought he played great. I thought the defense let
1: him down. Uh, I, you give up uh, 42 points and a loss. Four turnovers. He single-handedly turned the ball over four times. Not his defense's complete fault. See, when hashtag, you fumble the ball on your third play and you give Oakland great field advantage at the end of the game, pick six as well. It, pick yep. six. Uh, like, you're you should not win that game, no matter who you are. Hashtag team sport.
2: Now let's rewind one week, though. We what did we say about Baker last week? That he is five two So you got to take the good with the bad.
0: You're gonna get turnovers. You're gonna get, if get you're turnovers. Slinging slinging a around gunslinger
2: yard. mentality.
0: Which we'll get into Mahomes a little bit later. Yeah. Um, I, it's crazy to me how well he's protected the ball with how he just rips it across the field all the, all game oh, yeah. that's been impressive uh but back to baker 1052 yards of total offense in this game um uh, each team i feel like had multiple chances to win between oakland scoring a touchdown and going to jordy nelson for the uh the two-point conversion to tie the game late um which <laughs> by the way i got a kick out of that game there were packers or uh, out of that play packers everywhere Derek Carr throws the touchdown pass to Jared Cook, former Packer, who beat Demarius Randall, former Packer. And then they got the two point conversion to Jordy Nelson, former Packer, all in that same sequence, which I found humorous as a Packer fan. Um, But a lot of points. uh, You were all over the Cleveland hype train after that win, sitting there at one, two and one. Uh, How do you think it's uh, it's going
1: to go for them going forward here? Uh, I I still have complete confidence. I mean, when Baker didn't turn the ball over, he threw the ball with authority. He made great decisions. He he looked good. It was just first game start jitters. I mean, on the road, on the road, black hole, tough place to play. Yeah, yep. and especially on a field that is a baseball <laughs> field, <laughs> baseball yeah. This um, I don't know if you
0: saw Mayfield's touchdown pass to Landry in the corner of the end zone, where Landry got yeah, pulled to speed a, down.
1: Yes. crazy throw and catch Insane. on that, play. Yeah. that I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all. I think he's like, all right, cool. I know what you expect. I play full quarters. Let's do this. I
0: still don't think they're a playoff team. I think they're a year or two away. I think yeah. they need some more pieces. Uh, I think they need a boost at running back, I think. Uh, although uh, Nick Chubb. Chubb.
1: Just the, got Chubb. Uh, the better of the two running backs that came, the two out of Georgia in the draft this year, I do say. Tony Michelle. And... Blow it. You are just chock full of bold takes, my friend. We need a boy. <laughs> Sony just Michelle for has looked awful this year, awful, and Relax. he's the star hey, running back. He's Relax. the star running back. So I
0: had totally forgot about Sony Michelle, and I thought you were about to throw a dig at Todd Gurley, and I was about no. to destroy no, you no, no, if no, you no, were no, going no, to no. compare no. Nick Chubb to Todd. Uh, I don't not Todd to draft Girley. this oh. year. Oh, not you, no, well, that's, I, yeah, I wasn't no, sure where he no, was going with that.
1: No, no. I'm bold, not that
0: bold. <laughs> I enjoy arguments, but. <laughs> so, I mean, Nick Chubb needs to get
1: the ball more, first of all, if he's going to run like he did on Sunday. Well, I mean, he, carries, only, right? he only had three carries, but for 105 yards. But you you got to feed him. Two touchdowns. Get Duke Johnson out of here and and feed. Well, Duke's the Swiss Army man. That's why. Hey, you got Carlos Hyde. But is I, give You give Carlos the ball at the goal line, man. Well, yeah, goal line situation, yeah, but like then you've run Nick Chubb everywhere. Commercial break. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think Chubb needs to touch the ball more. He was dynamic. Um, yeah, I think you give Duke Johnson's downs to Chubb. I'm down with that.
0: Staying in the AFC North, Ravens Steelers Sunday night. Uh, Classic black and blue battle there. Twenty six fourteen win by Baltimore. Not often you see two score wins in this matchup, so that was a little unusual. <sighs> Pittsburgh just looks lost,
1: man. They, they look
0: awful, and it, I wonder how much of that is Le'Veon Bell. I wonder how much of that is losing Ryan Shazier last year and not being able to replace him. But yeah, I'm money on that. They can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass. Big Ben and Antonio Brown look like they're on two different pages for half the game. Yeah. The real bright spot of that team is Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. He's the best-looking
1: player on that team right now. But I guarantee you it's because Tomlin's lost all control to this team because right now Ben goes out there, calls whatever play he wants to. Their offensive core is just sitting there wearing a shirt, collecting a paycheck. You guys
2: can't see me right now, but I'm pointing at him like,
1: yes, a 1,000, a 1,000, a 1,000%. Tomlin is the most
2: overrated coach in like NFL history. He is, wow. Yeah,
1: sorry, Chris, but he's got to go. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, he's, I, I mean, Ch- Chuck Knoll and Bill Cowher. So those are the last three coaches.
0: In the last, like, 50 years? In the years, last or 50 years
2: Pittsburgh Steelers. Tomlin is leagues beneath both of them. I would agree with that. And I, I know the Roonies don't fire their coaches in Pittsburgh, but it, he's, he's losing control mm-hmm. of that team.
1: Easily. Easily. Easily.
2: He's lost control of that team. The Rooneys have if if Cleveland, if, if, if uh Pittsburgh continues at this rate, the Rooney's gotta make a move. They gotta get his ass out of they it.
0: They
1: have to. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. At some point you he's gonna stop being a friend and be a coach. I wonder, um
0: Do you know off the top of your head who their offensive coordinator is this year? I know it was it Todd Haley. To be, it used to be their
1: quarterback's mm-hmm. coach, and now the quarterback's coach is quarterbacks slash. Offensive coordinator. Because I was going to say, really last good.
0: year it was Haley, and there were reports all over the place that Haley and Roethlisberger did not like each other whatsoever. But I knew Haley was gone. I it, I don't Which, know
1: what it, it is. is. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nobody I've heard yeah, of. Nobody, because he used to be a quarterback's coach, and now they threw him into the offensive coordinator because Ben was like, yeah, I like this guy. I just, and now Ben's <laughs> calling his own plays, and none of it's working. I just I think no. they're in trouble. I, I think Baltimore looked
0: worlds better than Pittsburgh on Sunday night. Cincinnati has looked worlds better than Pittsburgh so far this season, and the Browns are up and coming. I think Pittsburgh's arrow is trending down. They have an aging quarterback. They've got their all-star running back who might not play for the Steelers anymore after the season. Reports are he's going to be showing up Week Seven on their bye week, which better he has to. If you don't accrue a season, he's not a free agent. He can't leave. So mm-hmm. he, he's going to report this year. Yeah, whether or not he's on the team, you know. After January is a whole other story.
1: Yeah, but if, I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up and then come game day he refuses to put on his helmet. I well, he wouldn't because it has to be number of games played too. What if he report, When's the training
0: deadline? Is it week eight or nine? I when know was, they extended it a couple of years ago. I I don't know what. I, what we I don't can know. I could see him ahead.
2: on the move too, reporting to show okay I can play, and then.
1: A running back that team. would be that would be difficult. Yeah, but all you have to do is just go out there for one
2: that, play. But they already said they asked him second round pick and a "quote unquote" good
0: player. Right? It, it just uh, the financials of it with the franchise tag and all that stuff. They have smart know, guys I, who can figure that out. People smarter you know, than us. Yeah, it can happen. Yeah, yeah that's um, about my pay grade. Well, <laughs> the thing is, it just it has to be a team that has the cap space for it this year yes. because it has to be the tender, so you can't mm-hmm. spread it. Um, over the course of a, a contract unless you were to resign him. Um, and it would have to be a contender because you're not going to pay anything to rent a player oh, no. for two months no. if you don't think you're going to win the Super Bowl. So that's uh, – you would think that's a small pool of teams that would be in the running for him. Um, well, Jacksonville, I mean, what if – Or not just not hurt right. again. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Again. Yeah. A different injury. It's not the same hammy, I don't believe, but it um, is a hammy again. So – you never know. I mean, Yeldon's been all right,
1: but they could be desperate. That could be the piece of stuff them over the edge. I bet you, Jacksonville, if they were to do it, signs Fournette and a second rounder for Bell. They would not.
0: Uh, no.
1: To get Bell in return to sign him? I, no. be, I bet you Pittsburgh would want a defensive piece
0: before they wanted Fournette. Yeah. You know that? Oh, yeah. Pick one of the studs from Jacksonville. Not, but, this is all hypothetical, not that they would do yeah, that. Connor's on a cheap deal. They would, yeah. Right. They would ride Connor out. Yeah. Um. Last game of the week, Chiefs Broncos, your boy, Patrick Mahomes, gonna be a superstar. Uh is that that offense is loaded, man. The the Chiefs are scary. The Chiefs are the AFC version
1: of the Rams, in my opinion. Um I accept their defense, man. If, if Mahomes is gonna score practically over 24 points a game in order to win.
0: The Rams the Rams are gonna end up giving up some points, I think, too. Their their defensive front is stupid with Dominican Sue and, and Aaron Donald. Oh my god. They're oh. they're a little weak at linebacker. Uh and they're they're hurting in the secondary with Tlaib out. Peters is playing, but he's hurt. Um so there's some weak spots on that defense for LA. Kansas City's defense is just bad. It's man. bad. It's, it's not good. They uh not only is it not good, but it's bad. <laughs> they um, There was a few plays where Denver would be handing the ball right up the gut, and there you could drive a car through the hole that Denver was able to plow through Kansas City's defense. And they they reminded me, everything reminds me somewhat of the Packers, but of the 2011 Packers. Soccer, guys. Yeah. Yeah. 2011 Packers lit the world on fire on offense, and once they played a defense that figured out how to stop that, Green Bay's defense was just not capable of keeping them in the game. I, I I could see that happening to Kansas City. I could see that being a similar Achilles heel.
1: Because the Broncos almost did. They came over the, the game. The Broncos played and...
0: awesome in the first two or three quarters of that game yeah. before Mahomes took over. Uh, but we were talking about, about this before. His arm strength is unlike anything I've ever seen before. The throws that he can make on the run, across the middle, late, rolling left, I mean, he is throwing bullets across the field, and he's beating the defense with it. It's indefensible. He's making plays that you're not supposed to make in the NFL. He's throwing balls that get picked off, that get tipped, and he's completing them because he's beating the defender with the ball. I, I, I was so happy that the Chiefs were finally on national TV because I wanted to see him with my own eyes, and holy crap, was he impressive. Holy crap, did he look good. Guys,
1: don't believe me. You I all want to laugh at the
0: duck. Yeah, because you come up with these takes out of your ass. You are. You are. These takes are <laughs> fire. Yeah, but
2: you're pulling hot takes uh, out of your ass, like boom, 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 boom. So you're just throwing shit against the wall hoping it sticks. And this one stuck, man. And that, this one did. I like Mahomes. I like Mahomes. You got to come um, with something. I, still, Andy Reid. I still, I, I, in my heart of hearts, I, I, I think they are the team to beat in the AFC. They're proving it right now. I still don't buy it 100%. I'm like 90% there, but I still
0: think Andy Reid screws him over some way, somehow. So once, once Patrick Mahomes earns his doctorate in the Andy Reid School of Clock Management, <laughs> yeah. that might also cost him a game sometime down the road. Because yeah. he, Andy Reid does it once a year, like you Wild said. God. Leaves, a, uh, leaves a timeout in his pocket, throws a bad challenge flag or something. Wildcard, bitches. They'll That's cost right. themselves a game somewhere down the line um also what jumped out to me i, I thought denver looked pretty good I, I was very skeptical about case keenum actually being the guy your boy casey uh i i thought he kind of caught lightning in a bottle with minnesota last year i thought he rode that great defense all the way to the nfc title game i thought he played pretty well I, he 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 threw some nice balls in there to emmanuel sanders through some some great passes to Demarius Thomas, who is a shell of himself, what he was a I few know. years ago. Um, Their running game was great. Philip oh, Lindsay looked good. Both of them. Elijah uh, Raymond uh, good. Look awesome good. They. Uh, they I, th- I think that's that's a team to watch. I think they can make some noise in the AFC going forward. Hold on, quick quick moment of silence for my boy Jake Butt tearing his ACL again in practice. Yep,
2: that's that stinks. Yep, that's too bad. That really sucks. Um, so, yeah, you know, best wishes out to him. But, yeah, that's, that's going to be a tough loss. But Denver's I, I, still a few pieces away. And as long as – if they can build up this running attack this year
0: between Lindsey and Freeman, there could be something there. Case Keenum is just a placeholder. I think so. Well, they paid him like he's not. They paid him like the franchise know, guy. But,
2: but you, that's what you have to pay a market quarterback nowadays.
0: You knew he was
2: going to get it somewhere
1: else. It's the going rate.
2: Exactly. They had no other option. The 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 moment that proved this to me was at the, um, the the press conference where they announced Keenum, and just the look on Vance Joseph's face, just like, <laughs> such a puss face. Like, why am I here? That shows you, what – Case Keenum, They're just buying
0: time for the next quarterback. They gave up on Paxton Lynch. Bust. Oof. Shipped out Osweiler, so they're they're going to be Chad back Kelly. to the I, Chad think, Kelly? I, I think I think uh, LA is high on Chad Kelly. We'll see. That's going to be something to watch. But yeah, me too. I think they've got they've got a good base man. Von Miller is is as good as they come. Um, Bradley Chubb looks like he can be for Bradley real. Chubb is Bradley Chubb legit. looks legit. They got they got a good little foundation on defense, and that running game looks pretty good if they – if, Ke- if Keenum plays at the level that he played last year, which I don't think he's capable of doing, oh, that team could be scary come come November and December in the AFC. Plus, that option, man, that gets everybody. Yep. It's, uh, it's a trip-up game for anybody who goes into Mile High. Yep. So, another factor. I mean, it was another great week, guys. We had nine one-score games. I think we had three overtime games. Uh, hoping week five can deliver, just like week four did, just like the three weeks prior. Uh Rolling on with those bye weeks again. We've got Washington and Carolina coming off of their bye. Chicago Bears and Tampa Bay Bucks have their bye this week. Uh, I mean, either, too. <laughs> Bucks named James Winston the starter. Fitz Magic is over. Uh short lived. Little moment of silence for Fitz Magic. So they might go two and fourteen. So you could be right, John. You, you, your pick
2: might actually be close. <laughs> they look bad. They're bad. They look James real bad. Is not going to help them. He is not a
0: leader. He. Oh my God! I to Kool Aid on him so bad, <laughs> but it, it's hard not to because he gets you. He gets you so excited, and you want to see him do it again.
1: I love to see you. Uh, Four hundred
0: yards, three straight games, um, a billion touchdowns, beating the Saints.
1: It, it,
0: he gets you fired up every single year, and it just it always ends the same way. Um, it's fun while it lasts. It's always fun. It's always fun. It's like the girl who's gonna do you dirty every time. It's fun while it lasts, exactly. but you know it's just gonna end in a in a. Heaping dump. Yep. A uh, couple big games to watch this week. We got Kansas City again with a tough matchup, welcoming Jacksonville into Arrowhead Stadium. It's another tough test for Mahomes. Um, we talked about how Minnesota's defense has struggled so far this year. Jacksonville hasn't had that problem. They've they've played really well so far. Uh, how do you like Mahomes against Jacksonville at home? Uh, I'm
1: I'm not even that. worried. Not even uh, worried. Uh, well, I mean, because you look. Two weeks prior, Titans beat Jags 9-6. Yeah, okay. I mean, so they didn't have – Better defense than Kansas City. They had one quarterback with one arm playing and beating them. So maybe that was their slip game. But even still, I don't think Bortles can muster uh, muster up enough offense to outdo Mahomes. Bortles is going to be a wild card in every game Jacksonville
0: plays. Yeah. you know, I, I thought it would have been interesting earlier in the year when Teddy Bridgewater was made available if they would make a move for him. Yes. I, thought um, I thought they were. I thought they were. I don't think I, want him the anyway. I don't think Bridgewater's ceiling is super high, but I think he can give you more than Bortles can. And I think he might have been able to be a difference maker for Jacksonville had they gone that direction. Just my opinion. Uh, but yeah, another tough test for Mahomes. Uh, we've got a rematch of the NFC Championship game with Minnesota going on the road at Philadelphia. <laughs> really tough stretch for uh, for Minnesota. They've got a road game against Green Bay. They've got the trap game with Buffalo that obviously they they lost. Then they've got at the Rams on a short week, and then at the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles the week uh, the week after. Both teams are off to a rough start. One two and one for Minnesota. Two and two for Philadelphia. Um, this game. Just like last week, could have some implications in the NFC playoff race. Be interested to see how Minnesota's defense bounce back after getting <laughs> torn apart by Mike Zimmer this week. So both teams are at a crossroad right now. The winner of this game, I think, it's gonna it's gonna make their
2: season. Whoever loses, it's gonna be a long, long season. Both teams coming in, you know, you expected a lot from Minnesota and Philly. They haven't quite lived up to the hype. Whoever loses this game, you think uh, they're out? I, I don't. Wanna, I, I don't think they're hundred percent
0: out, but. There's like a ninety percent chance. Yeah. The odds are against them. You got half Ooh. the nails in the cuff.
2: I would say, yeah, the nails are in place.
0: You, you, <laughs> He's got the coffee yeah. the cuff is finished to size. <laughs> <laughs> the pillows in it, they yeah. got the velvet all yeah. say. Yeah,
1: it's already tailored for.
0: Him. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. The conversation about Kirk Cousins being worth all that money is starting to come up now with them having a, a tough start. Minnesota has to win out to improve on the record last year of thirteen and three. Uh, sitting at one Ooh. one two and one yeah that's not going to happen i don't think no. i don't think that's a stretch um so they're going to be taking a step back after paying kirk cousins all that money not to say that it's kirk cousins fault that they no, that they're he, off to a tough he start he, balled out, he had the turnover problem in uh in buffalo but you know they lost that green bay because of a kicker and they lost um last week because their defense just couldn't get a stop against the Rams and they couldn't keep pace, which nobody has been able to yet. Nope. Uh, so yeah, real interesting game for Minnesota uh, and Philly as well. Both teams need to win bad. Uh, switching gears to the AFC, we got Miami and Cincinnati two, three and one teams kind of surprise teams sitting atop the AFC so far to start. Um, I think this is where we're going to kind of see if Miami has what it takes to take a run at the division. I think they, they, proved last week that they're a little fraudulent. I don't think they're there. They do still have a game in hand on the Pats. They're gonna have to keep winning because New England's gonna start winning.
1: And uh and Miami could get lapped pretty quick if they don't pick it up. Uh well yeah I honestly don't think the Dolphins have it in them to keep at pace of what they're doing to outdo New England. But I don't think it's I don't think New England's gonna run away with it either. I think it's gonna go down to last week. I just don't think Miami's that good. I,
0: I think that three zero start was uh, was fool's gold. Miami's going to go four and four.
2: They uh, the the next the next four upcoming games, they got um, at Cincy, which Cincy's going to win. Uh, home for Chicago, Chicago's going to win. I could see them beating Detroit, but then when they're going to go into Houston, they're going to lose. Miami's going to they're going to be a four and 4 team. they They're going to be a five hundred team. They're going to come back down to reality. I think Cincy in a I would say a little bit weaker AFC North because Pittsburgh's in such disarray. I think Sincey, if I had to pick between the two, I'd put my i put my money on it Well
0: that's that's what I was gonna pose you guys. Which team do you think has the better chance to actually hold on and win that division? Because Sincey, uh they're going against Baltimore. Pretty stiff stiff competition there. And Pittsburgh always does seem to figure it out. This year feels a little bit different than years past. Um I, I like Cincy. I think they have a better chance to hold on. I just, I don't think Miami has the firepower. I don't believe in Tannehill. No. Um, and I am never going to bet against Brady in the Pats until Brady is no longer on the Pats. So,
1: Yeah, out of the two, the Bengals definitely have the best options. Uh, it's just Miami. They were going to have a tough stretch though. Miami, Pittsburgh,
2: at Kansas City, and then Tampa. I know Tampa's falling off, but uh,
0: that's going to be a tough stretch, too, though. So we'll see. It, it it all depends on what Andy Dalton does. The team is going to go as Andy Dalton does, good or bad. It's been more Red bad rifle. than it has been good. Red rifle, baby. Um, Let's go. But we'll see. And then another game I'm interested in watching is, uh, just to touch on a quick, Rams at Seattle. Seattle's a shell of their their former self, but uh, it's going to be a test for the Rams going into Seattle. Tough place to play. See if that high-flying offense can can keep it going against Seattle. Which I think they will, but nevertheless. Hate the twelfth man. Uh, like oh, please don't don't even get yeah. me yeah. started. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last game we've got on the on the slate Monday night football Washington at New Orleans. Uh, Washington coming off their bye. New Orleans three and one had a little <laughs> bit of a shaky start. That's I think a shaky three and one. I think they're pretty psyched to be three and one at the quarter pole of the year. Uh, but we've got Drew Brees two hundred and one passing yards. Uh, to pass Peyton Manning for the most all time. So probably a pretty good chance we're going to be witnessing history on Monday night. Um, Drew Brees, the stat king, going to take another one, Um, another record. He's going to have a lot of them by the time he hangs it up. He's still playing so well. Is uh, is he 40? Is he 39? I think he's 39. 39. He's going to be pushing 40 uh, right with Brady there. Um, But that'll be one to watch too. Washington with the extra week of rest going into New Orleans, always a tough place to play. Alex Smith, man, so we'll see how that shakes out. Um, one more question I wanted to hit you guys with. Uh, team most likely to go 16-0 and of the 4-0 teams, Kansas City Chiefs, L.A. Rams. Who do you got, Chiefs?
1: Why? Mahomes, well, baby. you got to give me something more than that. No, I'm kidding. It's going to be the Rams. It, the Chiefs defense is going to be – they're not good enough to go 16-0. and The Rams, I think, are easily the more complete package. Uh, got to go
2: Rams. Uh, I'm just looking at the numbers. Looks like the next couple games for LA, they got an easier stretch besides the game against Green Bay. That's probably the toughest coming up.
0: I just think Andy Reid. Andy <laughs> still got play that equation. So. I think there's a better chance yeah. Andy Reid costs him a game than there is of Sean McVay costing him a exactly. game. Exactly. So. Um, I, I think it's LA purely because uh, they're in the weaker division, I think. I think San Diego yes. could play them tough, Denver could play them tough. Uh, whereas I think Seattle is is falling apart, San Francisco is a joke without Jimmy Garoppolo, and oh, yeah, Arizona is probably the worst team in football. Yeah. So I, I think that um, that LA has kind of got the path of least resistance to sixteen and zero. Oh, I don't think they will. I'm not sure we'll see another sixteen and zero team, uh, but I think they've got the better shot at it. it. Wouldn't surprise me. So one more thing I wanted to touch on before uh, before we ended today, and I know you mentioned it, uh, was yeah. Frank Wright's decision in Indianapolis to go for fourth down on their own side of the field uh, in overtime, try to pick up that first down and drive down the field uh, and get that win versus punting away and settling for a tie. Uh, Siege, I'll let you kind of post the question since you were the one who uh, brought it up.
2: All right. So given that situation, it was fourth and four on the Indy 43, 27 seconds left. Would you go for it? Would you, would you pull a Frank Reich? And decide to take your control your own destiny or would you play for the tie and punt and punt and
0: help your defense stops it so I'll give you this Indianapolis had two timeouts yes. so if they pick up that first down they got two timeouts to work with to get maybe 20 25 yards to get in field goal range for the win
2: yeah
0: that being said I punt that ball and I take the tie 100 percent 100 times out of 100. And maybe that's me being conservative. Maybe that's my don't chase points. Don't take the things that you have when they're in your hand. Bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. A tie is worth half a win. That's half a division win. The odds of you losing that game by not getting that fourth down have to be higher than your chances of even finishing that drive and getting into scoring range. Even with those two timeouts, you've only got 27 seconds left, you said? At the end of the game? yes. So they've got 27 seconds to go 20-plus yards to get into long field goal range. I think with it being early in the year, your team's kind of struggling. Uh, they're not playing well right out the gate. Andy Luck's getting back up to speed after missing a whole bunch of time. I think you take that half a win that you had in your hand.
2: Well, what if I told you – I actually looked this up online. It's from 4th and four. it's actually a 45%
0: success rate. 55% failure rate. Uh, true.
2: But that, that's called, let's call it a spade a spade. A tie is like kissing your cousin.
0: Yes. Just... I loved one. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, no. Um, see, I personally, I think I'd go with Frank Wright. And I, I know it's ballsy, but you got to remember, Frank Wright, as a quarterback, not as a coach, but as a quarterback, was behind two of the biggest comebacks in the history of football. At Maryland, he led them to a 31 nothing comeback over the U. Back in their prime, and then Buffalo, the playoff game against the Oilers. What was that
0: thirty-eight nothing or something? Thirty-eight. 38 no,
2: they were down thirty-two points. Yeah, thirty-two points. He led them back. So he's done it before. I, I, I can see. I mean, it's a ballsy play. Like, 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 like I said earlier with Mabel. If, if he converts, he's a genius.
0: He's a hero. We're
2: applauding him, and we're saying more well, coaches should do this. But because if he fell flat on his face, and Houston was able to drive the very next play. How many yards did they game the very next time? Like Twenty think, some yeah, yards, yeah. And they just marched right down the field. So if if it ended up in a tie, I think people would have it would have been a, no,
1: a you know a non-issue. What did you say it was? Their own forty-three. Their own 43. 43. forty-three. See, if that was seven more yards down the field, my answer changed. You're on your own side of the field. Hunt the ball away. start a full tie. If you're at at least the fifty, it's but forty. Get, but forty-three is like average. It's it could be worse. But yeah, if it's not like the 30. It's not field goal range right off the bat. No, but like you said, one play, you're in field goal range, just like they did. They had 27 seconds to go a very short, shorter field than what Indy had to do in those same 27 seconds. You know, I punted. That being said, too, um,
0: they had the first down with a better throw. Luck threw it yeah. right at the receiver's feet. You didn't give him a chance. I just, when you've got. It's it's hard to win a game in the NFL, and I think when you've got even half a win, you have got to take that instead of risking a loss. And again, I, I am recognizing that that's probably my conservative uh, thoughts here. You know, you, you take the one PAT even though you could be down another one instead of going for too early. I think it's too early in the season to start gambling wins and losses. It'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. If that half a point could have been a tiebreaker somewhere down the road, we'll yeah. see. Uh, but you're, you're 100% right. It worked for Vrabel. So he's a genius. Mm-hmm. It didn't work for Reich. So he's an idiot. Exactly. It's just how it goes. Revisionist history. got to love it. <sighs> Hindsight's 2020. Um, that's all I had. You guys have anything you want to hit? Uh, I
1: mean, I was going to try to do lock of the week. What do you got? What do we got?
0: Let's, Let's hear it. Let's
2: hear Let's each do a lock of the
1: week. Well, I what mean, we, we kind of briefly talked about it and I I'm I'm not really hundred percent confident in anything that I've seen both college and professional. Oh well, that's not a lock. But I guess if I am build up, man. I'd i I'd I, I take Browns plus three. <laughs> Locking it up? Locking it. Browns plus three. Typical.
0: <laughs> CJ, what do you like?
2: Uh briefly just taking a look, John, not to inflate your ego, but I'm loving Green Bay getting a point and a half. Oh,
0: you took mine. You took mine. Given a point and a half. Given a point and a half. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I'm going to go. Oh, I'm going to hate myself. Pittsburgh minus three at home. Give me Pittsburgh. Let's go. Uh, Let's go. uh, I'm staying away from that game. That's because you don't have the plums to go with Pittsburgh. I don't have the bank
1: account to go against (laughs) Pittsburgh.
0: A dollar bet. A dollar bet. Pittsburgh, three points. Lock it up. CJ, James, John, between the hashes. We'll see you guys next week. Adios.